Hello everyone, I'm your host Luke, and this is a uh, small uh, start of a side series that um, I wanted to start off with a bang with uh, an answer to one of the medieval ages, uh, what seems like an anachronism or something that was ahead of its time, is called Greek fire. And it, from all the depictions we have from the medieval ages, uh, it seemed to have been a literal flamethrower. Um, so, yeah. It was a weapon used by the Byzantine Empire in naval warfare. It was effective as it continued to burn on water, which, you know, right off the bat makes that sound like it's oil. Or oil was in the mixture somehow. Greek fire was first introduced in 672 in the reign of Emperor Constantine Pagonatus, the inventor being an architect called Callinicus of Heliopolis. Greek fire was used in the great siege of Constantinople and with success in their campaigns up to the 13th century. So what was it made from? Its exact composition is still a mystery. Uh, Napatha or petroleum, you know, a derivative of oil, uh, is thought to have been the principal ingredient, probably with sulfur or pitch and other materials that they added. It's not clear how it was ignited, but quick lime was probably used mixed with the main ingredients at the last moment. Once lit, the substance was very difficult to extinguish, needing sand or vinegar to do so. And the mixture was packed into siphons, which were then mounted in the bows of galleys, uh, which is another name for their ships. So it was actually a heavily guarded formula that we still can't figure out today. Um, it is a devastating incendiary weapon used by the Byzantine Empire to defend against their enemies. Uh, they use this. 7th century arsenal to repel an Arab invasion for years, particularly at sea. While Greek fire wasn't the first incendiary weapon, is arguably the most important one. Um, so the what the Ottomans eventually conquered Constantinople with was, students of history would know, is like that literal huge cannon that like it's so it was so massive it doesn't here i'm gonna look up how big that was the ottoman turk cannon god it looks like a giant pipe the basilica or great turkish bombard um was a 15th century century siege cannon, spe specifically a supersized bombard, which saw action. Uh, da, da, da. It was built in 1464 by Turkish military engineer Munir Ali and modeled after the Orban bombard that was used for the Ottoman besiegers of Constantinople in 1453. Um, it was cast in bronze with the weight of 17 tons 
and a length of 17 feet, being capable of firing stone balls of up to 25 inches uh, diameter. And the powder chamber and the barrel were connected by the way of a screw mechanism, allowing easier transport um, of the unwieldy device. Um, I mean, it most famously was used in the Siege of Constantinople in 1453, but they actually used it in other ones. And, <laughs> well, I think we'll get into that in a separate one, but it's, uh, they were very smart. Um, so one other weird thing about Greek fire is that armies who captured it were unable to recreate it for themselves. They also failed to recreate the machine that delivered it. And to this day, nobody knows exactly what ingredients even went into the mixture. Um, it was also called sea fire or liquid fire by the Byzantines themselves. It was heated, pressurized, and then delivered via a tube called a siphon. Greek fire was mainly used to light enemy ships on fire from a safe distance. Um, you know, it continued to burn the water, uh, which prevented the enemy from dousing the flames during naval wars. Um, and this goes on to say that it's even possible that the flames burned brighter upon contact with water. Um, it also stuck to whatever it touched, be it ship or human flesh. And it is only extinguishable with one bizarre mixture. Vinegar mixed with sand and uh, old uh, urine. So the invention of it. Uh, so like one depiction of it being used, it looks like a flamethrower. And it's depicted... Um, in a Byzantine military manual as a way to attack a besieged city that you can look up for yourself. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, Greek fire was created in the 7th century in Kalinikos of Heliopolis. Um, is often credited as the inventor. Kalinikos was a Jewish architect who fled from Syria to Constantinople due to his concerns about uh, the Arabs capturing the city. As the story goes, Kalinikos experimented with a variety of materials until he discovered the perfect blend for an incendiary. He then sent the formula to the Byzantine emperor. Once the authorities got their hand on all the materials, they developed a siphon that operated something like a syringe as it propelled the deadly arsenal toward an enemy ship. It's not only in effective, but also intimidating. Because, like, I guess most ships at the time were still wood. Um, I mean, metallurgy was still, I guess, a developing science. Uh, it produced a loud roaring noise and large amounts of smoke. So it was <laughs> believed to be the breath of a dragon. Uh, there's a tightly guarded secret 
is known only to the Kalinikos family and Byzantine emperors and handed down from generation to generation. Uh, so, once again, even when enemies managed to get hand, their hands on Greek fire, they had no idea um, how to recreate the technology, and this is why we don't know how to make it. <laughs> um, the likely reason for this invention by Kalinikos was um, to obviously protect his new land from falling to the Arabs. To that end, it was first used to defend Constantinople from Arab naval incursions. Uh, it actually played a major role in ending the first Arab siege of the city in 678. Um, and would also be used again during the second Arab siege of Constantinople from 717 to 718. Uh, it was used for hundreds of years, not only in conflicts with outsiders, but also in civil war. Uh, it actually helped the Byzantine Empire survive. Um, so they also used it in other ways. Um, there's a 10th century military treatise, Tactica, that mentions a handheld version of it called the Cairo Siphon. Basically, a ancient flamethrower and it was used in sieges both defensively and offensively which was used to burn like siege towers as well as to defend oneself against enemies which imagine being on a middle age is battlefield and then getting your uh, rear end lit on fire and they also uh, through caltrops um, also known as like, you know, like, it's like those, uh, spikes that you can, you would scatter on the ground. They're just metal, like four metal points and they're called caltrops and they would fill clay jars with Greek fire. So they were basically ancient grenades. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so it was attempted by many other people over the centuries to recreate. There are even a few historical records of the Arabs themselves using their own version of Greek fire against crusaders during the 7th Crusade in the 13th century. Um, I guess one day I'd like to talk about Saladin. Uh, I believe he fought against King Richard the Lionhearted in the 3rd Crusade. I actually, had to, I actually played a Nintendo DS game about that. Um, it was... Uh, God, what's it called? Um, I don't know, but you you were able to play as uh, five civilizations in that: the Mongols, uh, the Japanese, um, the English, um, the Muslims, or you know the Arabs, and uh, what was the fifth? I believe it was the French. Yeah, because you played through. Uh, was it um, Joan of Arc's story? There's also a little known offshoot that was on the PSP where it's like the Japanese anime take on 
illicit substances. Uh, also about Joan of Arc, where there's like furries and um, magic and a lot of stuff, but that's that's besides the point. Um, so Crusaders actually called it Greek fire. Um, to other people, the Arabs, Bulgars, and uh, Russians, a more common name was actually Roman fire. Because the Byzantines didn't call themselves the Byzantines or Byzantium. They, they considered themselves Romans. It's just um, historians nowadays gave them that moniker. Um, da, 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 da. So people have proposed that there was sulfur, pine resin, and petroleum that were part of the ingredients used in Greek fire. Uh, the true formula is nearly impossible to confirm. Um, some remain convinced that uh, quicklime was part of the mixture since it catches fire in the water. Uh, quicklime. Quicklime um, is derived from high-quality natural deposits of limestone. Uh, it's also called lime or calcium oxide, CaO. Um, it is produced by heating... Uh, the limestone uh, to almost 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, it is used for in the production of iron and steel, paper and pulp production, treatment of water and flu gases, and in the mining in industry. Um, yeah, so it's actually... Uh, and I guess don't drink it or eat it because it is very toxic. <laughs> Maybe you'll catch fire from the inside out. Um, I, that's a joke. Um, apparently George R.R. R. Martin um, used it in his book about for wildfire. I, I don't know what that is. So it was used for over 700 years. Um, it became so important to the Byzantines that Emperor Romanus II, which reigned from 959 to 963 AD, what a long and fruitful reign that he declared that three things must never reach enemy hands. Those being the Byzantine imperial regalia, any royal princess, and Greek fire. <laughs> oh god um, it does appear that it could be countered Arabian accounts from the time tell of a sticky liquid not adhering to heavy cloth or leather that had been soaked in vinegar um
A similar substance is known to have existed long before Callinicus. The kingdom of Pontus used a similar mixture against the Romans and during the Mithridatic Wars in the 1st century BC. Callinicus probably used this as the foundation for Greek fire, but made it much more potent, potent and easier to use. Although the exact recipe was a closely guarded secret, light petroleum or napatha uh, are known to be one of the main ingredients, and these were probably sourced from the Crimea. Um, it has been said that it was consisted of a mixture of petroleum, pitch, sulfur, pine or cedar resin, lime, and bitumen. I'm wondering what pitch is. What is pitch? Pitch wood, I guess also called pitch, um, is a resin-infused piece of pine that is waterproof and highly flammable. In the northwest pine forests, uh, there's generally lots of pine or pitch wood. Um, hmm. uh, some have even said it might have had gunpowder or melted saltpeter mixed in too. Uh, the addition of sulfur might well have given the mixture the booming noise that Greek fire is said to have been noted for. Uh, the process for making this liquid, which it, it was a liquid mixture, must have been a very dangerous one, especially if it was as volatile as contemporary accounts highlight. Uh, the distillation of petroleum if that was part of the mixture, would also have required a highly advanced technology for the time. I mean, to me, it kind of reminds me of a gun because, you know, you have the um, the metal shell and then the, um, the gunpowder and there's that ignition and boom, you know, that sends the thing firing. And, you know, if you look at the depictions of the Greek fire, they had to ram something in there and that literally spewed out uh fire um, so some partial recipes have been found by historians from his byzantine sources uh notable examples include those of anna comenes alexiad and de ceremonis I lay Byzantine of Constantine the Seventh Porphyrogenitus. According to Anna, quote, this fire is made by the falling arts from the pine and certain such evergreen trees, so that would be the pitch wood, and inflammable resin is collected. This is rubbed with sulfur and put into tubes. It is thrown forth by men using it with violent and continuous breath. Then in this manner, it uh, meets the fire on the tip and catches the light and falls like a fiery whirlwind on the faces of the anemones. Um, so these were mounted on Greek ships for the most part. The ships were augmented with tubes 
probably brass tubes, mounted on their prows under the command of Constantine IV. The entire Arab fleet was decimated using their new invention. The Arab land army, now lacking the support of their massive fleet, were forced to break the siege and retreat. John I uh, also used Greek fire to great effect during a land battle in 972 AD when he liberated the city of Preslav from the Russians. Between 988 and 989, Basil II combined a force of Vikings, the Varangian Guard, with the Byzantine super weapon to put down a rebellion led by Bardas Phocas. Yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy anachronism, and uh, but it was very real. Yeah, um, was used by uh, the Byzantines for almost seven hundred years. So until the Ottomans showed up with a literal cannon and said, "Well, we'll beat you that." We'll give you that and meet you with a large, the largest cannon you've ever seen. So, I guess cannon beats uh, Greek fire. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is a short, quicker series. But, uh, yeah. This is me, honestly. But, uh, like this video if you liked it. That's it. That's what I would say if this was on YouTube. But, um... Thanks for listening. Uh, hope you guys have a good week. Bye.